0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Market Talk. Today we're joined by Mike Jackson, who is Director of Supply Chain Management and Head of Charity at Roadchef. Um, and we're also joined by Emma Brooks, who's general manager at Quintex Systems. Thank you both for joining us today. Good to good to see you. Um, Mike, we'll we'll kick off with, with you and your role. Um, you obviously look after all of the, the supply chain aspect of RoadChef, which I understand is about thirty. Locations and within those locations, you've got about ninety thousand square feet of catering space. Um, so it'd be great to, to really learn a little bit about your role and how that fits with the food service side of things.
1: That's fine, no problem with that. Well, I've, I've been in the business for over eleven years now. Where does the time go? That's that's <laughs> taken no time at all to to pass me by. My my sort of background is food service, catering, procurement distribution, uh, and I've been in that sort of environment or those sort of environments since around about 1987. Um, so worked for various uh, companies uh, and then landed in Road Chef, like I said, August 2009. Uh, and as times evolved and moved on, uh, I've just picked up more and more responsibility. Um, started initially with everything catering Um, as far as distribution goes and supply chain into the business. Uh, Then started looking at other aspects, uh, including retail, our W8 Smith environments, a little bit of Costa, um, and and the the foodstuffs that we buy for Costa. Uh, And then, slowly but surely, picked up uh, other categories, including uh, all things recycling, waste management, electricity, the procurement of electricity, uh, and just, uh, it, it, it's literally evolved from there. I have a small team. There, there are only uh, four of us all together. Uh, the three guys working to myself. each of them having their own, obviously, areas of responsibility. And then, uh, just over 12 months ago, uh, the CEO, Mark Fox, uh, because of my involvement in all things charity uh, over the last few years, organizing events, etc. It then asked me to be the sort of focal point for for everything we do on the charity side of the business. So I do a lot of fundraising myself. I did a a challenge in the Lake District last week, 17 miles over 10 peaks to raise a bit of money, which was interesting. And uh, yeah, I arranged the company golf day when, of course, we could have a golf day and those sort of events. And yeah, over the, the first, just over two years of working with cancer research, we, were, we raised two and a half million pounds.
0: Oh, wow, excellent. Fantastic. And so um, how much of your week is spent at the, at the locations themselves?
1: Well, uh, uh, old normal or new normal. Uh, yeah. Old normal, <laughs> it, it, was, it was a lot of the time. Uh, we, we did have the opportunity to work from home, I can't lie um but you know with it without stating the obvious um we have got sites all over the country um literally from north to south east to west and i think it was the right thing to do to make sure that we were spending time with the operational teams over three thousand employees at the time uh, understanding understanding what the sort of issues were at the site level and um, so A lot of time was spent at sites. We only have a a small head office function uh, without a lot of meeting space. So the alternative to to meeting at front of house uh, with suppliers and distributors was to go to their premises as well. So visited a lot of suppliers and distributors. Uh, But new normal um, has changed. Uh, We're working from home a lot. Um, I'm going out to sites probably on average, once a week, twice a week, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm going to head office tomorrow, for instance, for, for a couple of meetings. So yeah, very, very, very different to what it was um, pre-February, pre March.
2: Yeah, so Emma, just coming to you then, how has the new normal life been for Quintex as a business? How has it been since the hospitality industry reopened?
3: Um, I mean we've been quite busy actually, in fact busier than I than I thought we would be. Um, there, certainly through July and August I think everyone had um, quite a lot of confidence in the hospitality industry. You know, the eat out to help out scheme helped businesses massively and the VAT reduction and all of that sort of thing. But it seems to have gone a bit quiet in these last few weeks. Understandably I think 10pm curfew is really um, Made everyone quite nervous. And I think there's, you know, I won't get political, but there's a lot of confusion <laughs> around um, the guidance, the government's advice, and, and what, you know, basically what the hell's going on, I think, sometimes. Um, so I think that's put a bit of, uh, you know, lots of um, clients are, are feeling nervous um, about, uh, you know, the, the future. Um, but I think uh, still, you know, we have to look to the future. Um, and past COVID, because there will be a there will be a past COVID. When exactly that is, I'm not quite sure, but um, hopefully not too long. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean,
2: obviously Quintex is involved in energy management systems. So, uh, do you think that that's taken on a, a higher importance now, or do you think the um, the importance level pre and post COVID is the same?
3: Um, it's quite timely, actually. I don't know whether you've um, seen the um, David Attenborough movie that was just released this month, um, which has put, I think, is going to put a huge focus on climate change. Obviously, it's been something that's been talked about now for for a long time. You know, the net zero carbon um, and energy management has certainly come to the forefront of people's minds. Um, more more recently, I mean, I've been working for Quintex for fifteen years, and in the very early days, it was all about bums on seats, and now um, it's more. You know, people are becoming more aware of energy management as a as an issue, um, and I think, you know, there. I think well, I think people have to. You know, the the um, if you watch David Attenborough's movie, and I was I was very touched by that movie myself, and. I think everybody can make um, some small changes in their personal lives, um, in the things we do. Um, but I think the, you know, the bigger picture is about the big corporates and the government making um, some big decisions on, on climate change and, you know, and energy efficiency. Um, there's a lot of renewable energy opportunities. Um, it just as an example, um, in the film, he talked about Costa Rica. Um, and they have 98% of their energy is now renewable, and they've managed to um, get back their forests because they had some devastating deforestation over years. They've got their forests back to 53%. And if this is the much bigger picture, and it's much bigger than Quintec. You know, we supply an energy control system for commercial kitchens. But if everyone plays their part, then you know, I think there's a great opportunity out there.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's funny, during the COVID period or during the lockdown period, that there was obviously concern within the industry that, you know, some of the uh, progress that has been made on the sustainability and energy efficiency side would would maybe get lost. But it, it seems like that is returning to the to the fore again now, which is which is good. Um, you know, um, and Mike, to bring you back into it, obviously sustainability is a, is a key part of what you do from a supply chain perspective. Um, yeah. Can you tell us about any initiatives that you've been involved with with your, with your kind of food service outlets at the, at the Road Chefs in the past year?
1: Yeah, well, it, it, it goes back um, further than a year. Um, one, of the, one of the things I've tried to do for the business is everything around sustainability, but specifically, to begin with, it, there was a number of uh, recycling initiatives that they implemented. So sort of cutting through it very quickly. Uh, for many years now, we, we've bailed all of the cardboard that, that is wasted at sites uh, and moved ba- those bales of cardboard out of the business and, and sell them on uh, for recycling. In a similar vein, uh, we've got similar initiatives on, on food uh, and food waste. Uh, include um, coffee grounds as well a couple of nice little stories on coffee grounds one of the initial uh, one of the first initiatives was having the coffee grounds collected by a business that reworks the coffee grounds into logs that can be used on burners Uh, and then those bags of logs were coming back into the business to 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 sell within our stores so a a sort of closed loop uh, project really which was really nice Um, That couldn't continue because the provider couldn't uh, couldn't afford to keep collecting the coffee grounds for us. But the other initiative we've implemented now is we've got a number of composters at sites. So we compost the coffee grounds uh, and that compost is used around the grounds across the estates. Another little closed loop story. Um, On top of that, we recycle PET as of last year. Uh, We've implemented a system, again, a closed-loop system. One of our key providers of of water uh, is Harrogate Water. Um, We recycle all of the PET that comes into Sites by a bin that we've developed uh, or by reverse Venn machines, which we have at Sites, where the customer uh, wastes the plastic bottle, receives a voucher for for wasting that bottle to, to spend in store. But all of that PET is collected and it goes back to the provider um, that reworks the PET, the waste PET, into the plastic that goes into Harrogate water to make fresh bottles of water. So again, another little lovely closed loop system. Um, So many, many things on on waste management and and waste initiatives and we also work closely with uh, DEFRA and Highways England on litter strategy initiatives to make sure that uh, the public passing through our estates are fully aware of everything we're trying to do and not littering the sides of the road as they're leaving the estate or leaving our uh, motorway services. And uh, both DEFRA and Highways England have helped with various projects on new bins across the estate and, and, and digital media uh, to promote those initiatives, which have been really positive. And then April last year, where we moved our power provider from uh, NPower as was to uh, Co-op Power. Uh, and all of the energy we now buy from Co-op Power for all of the estate uh, is green energy. Um, and on, on top of all of that, and many projects that we're pulling together, uh, somebody mentioned net carbon zero earlier, that's a key project for me now, and we're looking at various renewables. We have solar already. We're looking at wind turbines. Uh, we're looking at solar carports uh, and, and other initiatives like that to help drive down the, the carbon. And, and work further on our next yeah, year.
0: Yeah, wow, okay, so still, still a, lot of, a lot of scope to, to improve the, the situation.
1: Plenty to do, and uh, yeah, the, the, the programme, the David Attenborough programme, Not, I won't sort of dwell on it because it, it has been mentioned, but very moving, very touching. Uh, I watched it with my family, and, and, you know, the guys were saying they'd love to get more involved in doing, to help in some way, shape, or form, but... It takes many more than just my family to help with the work that David Attenborough is, is pushing on with. And uh, unfortunately there's not enough of us doing that sort of work at the moment, is
0: there? Yeah, sure. Mike, just quickly on the, um, in terms of the food service side, obviously you've got your own offerings in terms of, of fresh food cafe and respite. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I guess from a from a catering space and a kitchen point of view, you can kind of control the design and the sustainability of those. You obviously also uh, house you know, Costa, McDonald's, Leon. Do, do you have any influence over the kitchen practices and sustainability of those operators?
1: Well, McDonald's are very much, um, they, they manage themselves in effect. We do operate all of our uh, McDonald's, so all of the staff are, are trained to Road Chef standards, uh, as you would expect. Um, but uh, all, of the, uh, all of the equipment that's uh, introduced or implemented into a McDonald's unit is their specification. Uh, Costa is more straightforward, uh, albeit the coffee machines are to their specification, of course. But uh, as far as the space is concerned and, and what, health, what else we do within that space, it's very much governed by... Uh, the layout of the sites because every site we have is obviously very different some of them very old um but we've done a lot of work over the last few years refurbishing all of those sites of course
2: right yeah excellent stuff so uh, emma just coming back to you and um, do you see uh, attitudes in the industry changing towards energy management now
3: um yeah, I think definitely, and that's not just a post-COVID thing. That's something that's been happening over the last uh, three to five years. There's, you know, much it's much higher on the agenda. I mean, there's you know, there, that will be because it, in some businesses, it's the second largest cost to a business, energy um, after labor costs. So, you know, they have to take notice if if it's one of their second largest costs. Um, in a, Specifically in um, a premises, a restaurant uh, premises, 63% of the energy is in the kitchen um, and that's the, you know, from refrigeration to the extract controls to all of the cooking equipment, there might be something like 19 different appliances within a kitchen, uh, you know, all pumping out electricity for 16, 18 hours a day in some cases. Um, I think it, it's definitely something um, that, that people are thinking more about. Um, interestingly, one thing that um, a lot of our clients are also now looking at is the maintenance of of the equipment and how actually a better maintenance regime will help also with the energy efficiency. Obviously, capital expenditure is an issue right now. Um, I'm sure again that will improve in the next six to twelve months but to look at what you've already got. Um, and that is one of the biggest sort of opportunities that Quintex can offer to our existing client base in, in the system that we have across um, areas, clients' estates. Um, we have access remotely to those systems, um, and we have data that we can download, um, exception data, the funds are running 24 hours a day, um, and that's the thing that we're trying to identify right now to help our clients um, with their, sort of the maintenance and the energy um, side of things as well.
2: Yeah. So, are there any particular uh, things, services, products that the operators are asking you guys for now? What What are they looking uh, to you to provide as a supplier?
3: Um, I mean obviously traditionally we've always supplied the um, cheetah system which is the energy control system Um, we've also diversified into um, grease management products um, which are you know they're mandatory in in most cases Um, and the Ecofix system the the duct cleaning system that we have the automatic duct cleaning system Um, people are much more interested in that we can save costs on access issues in sites and things like that Um, and then on the energy side it's it's really um, I think it's about the data Um, you know what data have you got Um, and you know there's a lot of talk at the moment about the connected kitchen um, and having all that data in one place Um, it needs to be accessible though it's all very well having lots of data But who's going to sit there for hours on end looking through that data? You want the data to jump out at you and say, this is what you're doing wrong. (laughs) You know, and that's, again, where we're trying to help our clients by identifying that through the data that we have. Because if I send one of my clients a massive spreadsheet, they'd just be like, I'm not even looking at that. You know, I'm far too busy. It would just be too much. Death
2: so. bright spreadsheet to be avoided at all costs, right? <laughs>
3: exactly. I mean, I hate spreadsheets myself. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> Mike, does that, does that chime with you? Do you spend a lot of your time looking at data?
1: Uh, unfortunately, yes. I, everybody <laughs> does these days, don't they? Everybody does exactly the same. But a, a lot of the things that Emma was saying there uh, sort of ring true. Uh, you know, the huge amount of electricity that is used in our sites were 24-7 uh, and the, the ability to, to manage uh, all of the energy that's being used, you know, having the ability to be able to point out to people that there's some needless energy being used, uh, you know, th- those are all key initiatives uh, and more and more people need to be involved in looking after that side of things.
0: Yeah, certainly. And Emma, just to come back to you for a second, I know one of the recent initiatives that Quinsex has, has rolled out has been this Q Finance scheme, yeah. um, which you know is, is very timely given the financial challenges that operators are facing at the moment. Um, do, you want, do you want to give us some um, detail of what that scheme involves and the motivation behind it?
3: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was something that um, obviously uh, during the lockdown, um, we were looking at different ways of, of how we were going to um, you know, continue doing business. Um, capital expenditure is going to be a massive issue, is a massive issue. People are scared to let go of their cash, understandably. We all need to hold on to the cash. So Q finance really is an opportunity for businesses to still invest in um, energy saving products. Um, and you know, and our grease management products as well. Uh, without that capital outlay, it will just it will. And with the cheetah system, the energy saving system, you would um, it would allow you to essentially pay less than you're saving on a monthly basis. So it's it's a no-brainer. I hate that quote, that set phrase, but it is a no-brainer. <laughs> um, obviously, it's finance. There's interest attributed to finance. Um, So that's something people have to sort of get over. But at the end of the day, if they're saving more than they're spending, why why wouldn't you do it? Indeed,
2: indeed. Uh, Mike, so are the financing options something that Roadchef or its restaurant partners are looking at at the moment?
1: Uh, uh, Well, we're we're looking at any project uh, over the coming 12 months uh, to help drive a lot of the, the, the stuff that we've mentioned already. So yeah, I, I, I'm sure everything's open for consideration.
2: Yeah, so what, what are those key supply chain management plans then for the next 12 months, would you say?
1: Uh, well, we're, uh, as ever with the supply chain team, we, we've got a huge number of tenders uh, during any given 12 months that, that, we, uh, that we manage ongoing. Uh, so a lot of the work will be, will be around that. Um, the green energy piece will continue, and uh, the, the, the drive down of net zero uh, is probably the top point uh, on my agenda. So, we've got meetings in the next couple of weeks where we'll be pulling everybody together to talk about wind turbines, uh, the expansion of the solar estate, uh, and other opportunities to, to drive down uh, the energy used in all of our sites. We've done lots of work in the past on, on lighting and that, that sort of good work. But so much more we can continue to do and we will continue to do.
0: We're um we're just probably coming up for time, so we'll just finish with, with one question each. Um Mike, just to, to start with you first. Um yeah. Obviously, the the business model that you guys are you know service station business model. If you look at the catering spaces within within service stations, it's, it's obviously a very captive audience um, counter service generally. That, that that kind of model hasn't changed too dramatically over the years. Looking ahead to the next sort of five years, say, and not not really including what's happening at the moment with COVID and social distancing, do you see a fundamental change in the in in the catering model of of motorway and
1: and service station environment? Uh, Personally, this is obviously a personal opinion, then uh, no I don't. You know, I think you're quite rightly said, it hasn't changed much over recent years. New brands have come onto the motorways and will continue to come onto the motorways. But as far as what the public are looking for uh, when they're passing through a motorway service area, is good service, a good brand, uh, and the opportunity to just dwell when they're able to, uh, and have them. And that's what we're trying to provide. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Well summarized. <laughs> and, and Emma, let's let end with you. Um, you know, looking ahead to the, the next twelve months, and, and particularly with that focus on the energy management side, um, you know, what 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 one thing would you like to see change in the market, or perhaps what one thing would would Help operators become more more savvy when it comes to running kitchens in, a, in an energy efficient way. Oh,
3: um, I don't know. I mean, my uh, I'm going to say it again, and I just would implore everybody to watch the um, David Attenborough movie, um, and and just you know make even if it's a small change within your um, you know people who work in kitchens. I don't you know it's not always someone else's responsibility, and I think that's the message, is we've all got to take some responsibility um, for the future. Um, and it's an interesting, I think everyone, people have talked in the past about uh, this planet being, but if you watch that movie, it's not about the planet not surviving. This nature will always find its way back. It's about humans and whether humans will survive. And, and I think that is the message that everybody needs to take. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. Well, yeah, good, good piece of homework to go away with everybody to uh, to watch that to watch that movie. Um, Definitely. Thank you. Thank you both for joining us today. Really interesting to get your your insights, particularly you know during this this time and, and this, this era where the, and the challenges that the market faces. So, thanks to both of you, and we'll be back again next week with another edition of Market Talk.